I'm Richard. This is pilot season. Uh, presents Manimal Minute. Minute Manimal. We haven't quite. Minute Manimal. Yeah. But you can't write that. That's a homonym. Yeah. It wouldn't work. Would no. A homonym is one that sounds the same. Good joke. But uh, <laughs> what if it's spelt the same but pronounced differently? What's that called? That's not a homonym. That's like an inverse homonym. You lost me. Well, a homonym is where, like. Yeah. A man is a male, M-A-L-E, but then you get male through the post, M-A-I-L. That's yeah. a homonym. All right, okay. Right? But if you live, you L-I-V-E, and if it's live, it's L-I-V-E. Yeah. So what's, the, what's that called? And you're like, don't know. <laughs> Sorry, just, part, and, of me, part of me was thinking about that, and the other part of me was concentrating on not coughing directly into the mic. That oh. is uh, totally fine. And, and it, was, it was a close I thank call. thank you. It was a very close call. I would probably definitely... I mean, you, you didn't, you're fine. fine. I'm already still dead. I like the fact that now six weeks of this podcast we've just been coughing. And I don't even cut, cut it out anymore. It's like, no, and I'm is, ill. And this, well, and this is me feeling better. And yeah, I've still just got a little bit of a cough. I used to have a tickle in my tonsil and it's mm. setting everything off. So, got a tickle in a tonsil and a pickle on the stove. Mm. <laughs> a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> on the stove. Yeah. Uh, on a and a blanket on the couch that the Navajos wove. No, uh, it's along <laughs> the lines of you remember uh, a mighty wind. No. Yes. You know the the not uh, the Christopher Guest brings Spinal Tap back to be a folk band. Yes. Yeah, that's their famous song. It goes something yeah. to that effect. I think that one. I think I've only ever seen that like maybe twice, three times tops years ago. It's very good. I like yeah. it. I saw it in the cinema. I mean, I I, I think. Except for Waiting for Guffman, that you couldn't get for a very long time. I think I've seen all his films in the cinema. Mm. Waiting for Guffman's fantastic. Not seen that one, I think. That's uh, the one where they're waiting for Guffman. Well, I, I gathered that part. They put on a... They're, they're like a, a local Amdram society. You know, and they're putting yeah. on a play. And they're going to get reviewed by Guffman. Right. And that's it. But, you know, it's... Well, you know, it's Eugene Levy. It's uh, Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. I'm sure David Cross has a cameo where he just talks about being abducted by aliens. Uh, (laughs) And, of course, Christopher Guest plays the craziest front man of this drama site you've ever seen. Maybe I have seen. And then, of course, Best in Show. Yeah. Which I also saw in Cinema and Fantastic. I think I saw it. So I think we watched that one turn at mine. Oh. I think. Well, I had the box set with all three of those in. Because mm. that was the first time Waiting for Guffman got released in this country, I believe. Mm. Um. And now I have none of them because I've sold all my DVDs. I own <sighs> two Blu rays. No? Well, less than five Blu rays. Because <laughs> I feel like I have Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. Repo Man, if only for the joke that there was that period in time where it's the only Blu-ray that would load in the player. So I kept it. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I can't think of any others. I think anything I imported because they wouldn't take them at Music Magpie because they wouldn't scan the barcodes. Yeah, I had that back in the day. There was a few things I'd bought on PlayStation in Australia Mm -hmm. that I didn't realise were Australian. They were like, no, we're not having them. But yeah, like um, Road Races by Robert Rodriguez, one of my favourite films uh, that you cannot buy in this country. I imported and obviously they won't take it. And I'm like, cool, that's a good film. I'll keep it anyway. There's a wonderful scene where William Sadler gets a whole shot in him the size of a a, a tyre. It's like, well done, everyone. That's quite large. And also, David Arquette's best film. I can say that with solid Uh, assurity. (laughs) I've not seen it, but I'm pretty sure, thinking of his other works. Ready to rumble. Scream. I, Scream 2. Scream 3. Even as a wrestling Scream fan. Four. Even as a wrestling fan, I have not sat through Ready to Rumble. <laughs> Eight-legged <laughs> freaks. Why would I? Which no, I, I saw in the cinema. Oh, I never saw that either. It's a good in. I'm off mic again. I keep, I'm keep. i on mic now, but yeah. I'm really quite... Mine's normally closer to me. I'm going to have a quick shift, so I apologise for any rumble or... Okay. There we go. There we go. Chalky. There we go. <laughs> I think... I think that made you woolly. I think you were actually better where you oh, were. Well, I'll move it back then. Just a future reference. Apologies for the rumble. It's all good. Let's have a go. How's that? Let's have yeah, a... Think that's better then? That's better. Yeah, I think you may be right. Weird. Okay then. Well, here we go. Fine, we learned something today. Yes. <clears throat> we're all better people for it. Yes. I'm a better person because I'm dancing in the street in my pants in front of my wife. <laughs> it's been a bad day, apparently. You've a wife? Shh. I didn't invite anyone to the wedding. <laughs> um, so, Manimal. Manimal. This is the fifth minute. Of yep. course, you've heard the first four that are definitely up by now. Yes, definitely. Of course they are. <laughs> uh-huh. Though I've been super busy. <coughs> so, we, we have a fear these four minutes might fly by. Yes. So we're going to see how it goes. Yeah. And we'll, we'll fill with other things. Yeah. Keep you entertained. But, you know, I'm trying not... I, I refuse to do it previously on Manimal. <laughs> well, especially for a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, could, nah, we could try. We'll, we'll maybe get desperate towards the end. Exactly. Let's never say never again. <laughs> okay. So the fifth minute starts with, I mean... L- Basically, it's a minute of puma stalking. Yes. Well, I mean, for one, I mean, yeah, he's in the back of the taxi, and he's we've previously seen them doing the old, yep, yep. and then we get the weird face thing. Yep, that was and minute then, four. Can, no, I'm not five now. Yeah, I'm saying it was. So technically, I'm doing it previously. Yeah. I apologise. <laughs> I mean, he's still chatting away at them in this minute, though. Yep. And um, that's the thing. Did he open the window before? Well, he obviously opens the window before this he minute because he, he should have shown that. Because it's not there's not electric windows back in them days. I mean, here's a question: Considering you're talking about minute four, does he pay the tax driver in advance? Well, I've already put in here that he's getting jibbed in this one. Because, yeah, because <laughs> well, he's, he's clothes transform with them as well. It's not like he left a pile of clothes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's left a wallet. They're, st- they're moving stuff about on this flatbed truck and things. Oh, hold on. One second. While we're yeah. on the taxi driver. Yeah. I think he's a very nice man. He seems more concerned that the man's sick than, than, than he hasn't got paid. Mm. That wouldn't be me. Like, Motherfucker, I've been driving like at two miles an hour mm. for like hours. 
especially because he's, he's driving them around some sort of really sort of skeevy looking areas as well. I mean, so, I don't. This is a set in New York, right? In the early eighties, yeah. and it looks like New York in the early eighties was a skeevy place. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've seen warriors. It's, uh, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, Plus, you to. see footage of uh, you know, like CBGBs and shit in the seventies, and just like jeezy crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, but that. They're shifting all this stuff about by hand, right? And they've got these big mallets and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can see a forklift in the background. Yeah, but they haven't got license. But it's it's an illegal operation thing. Who's going If that's the one thing they're like, no, I have some morals, <laughs> or, again, some moral compass, and I am not driving that without a license. What if I hurt someone? Yeah. Oh, there's a panther. Get me my gun and kill it. Is that a panther or a puma? I keep saying puma because it seems weird that it would be a black panther. Yes. That's probably not popular back then. Uh, not not popular, but not. Well, on top of everything else, it's also a uh, it's a, a copyrighted by Marvel, probably nowadays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, if Hulk Hogan had to pay money to Marvel. Ooh. Um. Here's the thing. <coughs> the first guy you see, yeah, lighting a cigarette, wearing wonderfully high waisted mum jeans, is not George Hamilton. And by that, I mean, he looks like George Hamilton. Who's George Hamilton? George Hamilton. Zorro the Gay Blade, dude. He's in Columbo. I probably know. Yeah, he always looks like he's covered in fake tan. He's smooth. Smooth and orange. Like an orange. (coughs) (laughs) Well, okay, I'll take your word. Hold on, let's... let's Excuse me. I'll bring up the biography. Here's a thing, right... Let's do biographies of people that people look like. Okay. That'll take a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Not that I'm worried (laughs) that there's, at this minute in time, 61 minutes to go. Yeah, that's fine. Uh. So let's have a look. George Hamilton, noted these days for his dashing, sporting, jet-setter image and perpetually bronze skin tones in commercials, film spoofs and reality shows, uh, George Hamilton was, at the onset, a uh, ooh, serious contender for dramatic film stardom. Oh, it goes really long. He was born in Memphis, Tennessee in 1939. Son of a Southern Belle. Had an MGM contract. That's probably good at one point. Mm-hmm. Not now. <laughs> Only James was, Bond has the line was he the one? Was he the one that poked the line to make it roar? <laughs> uh, the, only the saddest of truths. Yeah. So um, what does he look like? So have you got a picture of him? I did, but then I pressed a button and it took me to the trailer for Six Underground. Oh. Uh, <coughs> that guy. Okay, yeah. Okay, I know who that guy is. Of course you do. I told you you did. Yeah. I'm just Let, agreeing with you. Let's have a look at some of his other films. So, like I say, Zorro the Gay Blade. Uh, love at First... I assume bite, because it seems to be about a, a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. He's in Godfather Part 3. He takes over from Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. He's not very good, isn't it? Much like the <laughs> show itself. Uh, the show. Much like Godfather 3 itself. <laughs> no, it's a show now. We all heard it. They did edit it, uh, you know, chronologically. Remember that? On, mm. It was on TV when we were kids in the 80s. And so, no, I bought... I only watched it recently. I remember, all in the last few years, 
It's the first time I ever watched any of them. Well, episode three, you watched The Godfather, I think. So that was uh, now like 2011, mate, but yeah. Okay, well, you're saying the 80s they showed it on TV, I'm No, but that you watched the film. Yeah. But it wasn't a film. Oh. It was a mini-series, and it was recap footage of the films oh, in chronological okay. late oh. order. Well, like, That's not the film. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, General Hospital in 2018. <coughs> Two broke girls. He's done a lot. Oh, he was in Melvin Smarty as a hitman. Melvin Smarty. Melvin Smarty. Um, which is, um, it has no rating, is 95 minutes long. Melvin Smarty. Life of the um, party. I have no, no, no famous people are in it apart from him. Oh, no. Mm. Ken, uh, Ken Devishan's in it. Mm. Kevin Devishan? He's the, uh, he's uh, Borat's helper. In no, I thought you said famous people. <laughs> was like... Oh, Tyler Hoechlin, Hoechlin's in it as well. I don't know who that is either. He's the new Superman on Supergirl. Oh, don't watch that. Okay. Uh, no one else. <coughs> oh, William Sadler's in it as Bob. Oh, well, I've heard that. <laughs> there you go. We've he's seen, just, um, and we still love his ball sack and Die Hard too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here we go. Yes. Against the backdrop of Reno... Talkback radio, casinos, money, religion, crime, and other perversions. What? I'll take a turn. <laughs> uh, Melvin Smarty is a comedic romp about young love and what it takes to achieve happiness, which, given the context of the above, is quite a lot. Yeah. That is the official synopsis. And so it's set in Reno, yeah. much like Sister Act. And... <coughs> The list is talk back radio, yeah. which I don't think is a thing. Talk radio is a thing, right? Yeah. You can talk back to the radio, but it's not going to answer you. No. Casinos, money, religion, crime, it's talk- and other perversions. It's talk back radio, maybe just like when they do the old, just, it's all just call in shows. You're still not talking back, though, right? Well, the, the person-, person that's calling you is talking back and forth until they get fed up with them and hang up. Mm. <laughs> Okay, well, never, moving on. What was the second? Right, okay. We'll go back, just to, saying, back to the list. Talk back radio. Yeah. Casinos. That can be sleazy. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. I mean... Casinos, money. Well, of yeah. course. Religion. What? Crime. And other perversions. That is not a list of perversions, generally no. speaking. No. Especially starting with talk back radio. <laughs> yeah, that's... Which is the odd one out? And you might... You might pick perversions but yeah talk back radios in there so that's that's going to be the odd one out yeah. uh. um, so here's the thing they're loading up all these trucks I say we're getting very close to the end of this minute oh yeah that's a very good point yeah we're uh, and they mentioned at one point George they mentioned at one point what they're loading up on the trucks now this is like black market dealing and things right mm-hmm. yep six boxes of sewing machines what exactly is the black market value on sewing machines that this is the crime they're getting involved in? Well, you know, they're 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 lying about that, aren't they? The inventory is full of lies. No, but these this is no, because it's not like they're lying to authorities. They're just again, they're saying, well, that one that that truck's loaded up with the six boxes of sewing machines. That one's 
Oh, I didn't read that. I can read that listy bit. But no, they say it loud. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah. What I'm saying is, <clears throat> they are in a sewing machine company van. <coughs> not that we know that yet. No. Spoilers. Oh. But at this point, no, so I'm assuming not. But then we also find out, well, when I made notice, oh, wow, pumas can read. But of course, it's a human that's turned into a puma, so of course he can read. Yeah. But, um, Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird fact that you've got this puma just going, oh, let's just read this manifest. Oh, well, this is something we should say as well. Definitely a real puma. Yes. <laughs> no yeah. doubt about it. <coughs> yeah, that's a... You know, I mean, if you were going to be a puma wrangler for movies, the 80s was the time to do it. Yeah, cocaine. Yeah. People... The end. <laughs> and, <laughs> a lot of films where you just wanted some sort of cartel going on and just a puma in the background mm. lying on a pile of money. Oh, yeah. One thing we forgot. The uh, guy taking the, like, inventory, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, as the trucks are being loaded up, he does talk like an auctioneer. Did he? Yeah, well, maybe this is why yeah. you're talking about is talking about sewing machines, and I can understand him. Because right. he's like, hey, <laughs> he's either an auctioneer or he's the guy who says, hey, batter, batter, in a baseball game. That's an auctioneer, right? I, don't I, don't, I mean, I don't know the rules of baseball, but that's... I don't know. They have the guard over the face, so you can't tell what their profession is. Oh. Well, I mean, auctioneer is much like cops and watchmen. Um <laughs> auctioneers have to wear masks because uh, but not of, when auctioneering only when doing everything else because of because of Black Friday that day when um, their houses were ransacked and they were killed for bargains yes yeah I mean, maybe they were just looted at work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just beaten to death with gavels <laughs> is this because someone got mistaken and just killed everyone with gavel? They went after judges because that makes more sense yeah. for law. But then started killing the auctioneers. Well, we and there it. wasn't really that many of them, <laughs> and I mean, there's not that many auctioneers either. But you put the two together, it's a decent amount, and you get a moderate amount yeah. of people. Um, and then it's um, they got desperate and went after a few butchers who just had like meat tenderizers because they got confused. Yeah. Oof. Though that would work pretty well on a gavel, right? Yeah, I mean... Uh, on a gavel yeah. plate, or whatever you want to call you had it. Some sort of, say you had some sort of butcher's court where maybe a, a butcher was selling lesser cuts of meat, mm. but at higher cuts prices, and then all the other butchers got together, dragged them off to some sort of garage somewhere, yeah, and took the bag off his head, and there they are having butcher's court. Yeah. And he's got his meat tenderizer mallet. They're sickened that someone would water down their instead of uh, their paste with their tripe. Yeah, instead of uh, like a can judge's wig, it's just a rack of ribs. <laughs> just, well, <laughs> they're just all decked out in meat. I don't know if that's okay. Yeah, that's exactly what butchers would do. Oh, so uh, I don't know what his, his spectacles are made out of, like chicken bones or something. <laughs> well, because butchers wear glasses. Yeah, but they also wear wigs. If they if they want to, not for commemor like not for proper ceremonies and stuff. And when they're in court, it's it's a again it's a traditional thing. They have to wear the ribs. Yeah. So if they wear glasses handed while down, wearing the ribs, they have down, to wear the ornate chicken glasses down from their butcher fathers. I mean, these ribs are rancid, but it's tradition. I'm sure they've been prepared in some way. They're butchers for fuck's sake. If they can't do that, yeah, look seasoned and stuff. But still, they're not going to eat it. No. It's a wig. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a wig. <laughs> if we've all learned one lesson in life, is that you don't eat wigs. Ugh. Oh, yeah, right. Towards the end of this minute, there's like, you know, 
a synth score mm. that sounds like shitty carpenter. You know, like a real. Yeah. I can kind of hear it in my head. And that note just rings. Puma's walking around. And as the minute ends, porn sax comes in. (laughs) Yeah, that is a Straight up. (laughs) But up until then, even though you're sitting sort of like shitty something, it was kind of perfect. Yeah. I think that's one thing I'm having trouble with with the editing of this, is that I can't figure out the theme tune to it. Uh, you know, being the Dennis Waterman of podcasts, I have to sort the theme tune out, and I can't, <laughs> I can't get it done. Oh. <laughs> Bug me all day now. <laughs> when you say you're, you you do the theme, uh, you're the Dennis Waterman of podcasts. Does that mean all your themes are shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when they should be shit. But I still did them myself. Shit, but fun. <laughs> oh. Basically, all my tunes go. What's Dennis Waterman doing with himself these days? Masturbating. Furiously. <laughs> well, no, he did new uh, tricks for 400 years, right? What was that? I never knew that was a thing. New tricks. That's where a bunch of old actors who go, hey, it's that guy from that thing, all play old cops on mm. BBC. There you go. I've learned something. They probably ended 10 years ago. My mum used to like it. And time flies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here you go. What's, what is Dennis Waterman doing? Let's have a look. <clears throat> Bonus points for George Hamilton. He's number one on IMDb. Yeah, you know because there's other oh, people called George yeah. Hamilton. Dennis Waterman is the only one, so he's not going to have a number. Oh yeah, he finished doing new tricks in 2015. Well, that's still that's meant like a few years ago. Yeah, four could have been December yeah. for all we know. Yeah. It's like not bad. Yeah, but it was the last thing he did. <laughs> but he did do. This is fucking mind blowing. <laughs> BBC TV. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know, a series. So they do a few a year. Yeah. How many episodes of this show you didn't exist, uh, know existed, did Dennis Waterman do? I mean, if you get this right, or get in the ballpark, that I'll, I'll say you're, you're right. You're, it's when you're right, I'm going to guess it's huge. So I'm, I'm either going to guess far too much or no, not. Hey, stop. Gonna, before yep. you get a number, yep. remember it's the BBC. Yeah. So each series tends to be six or seven episodes. Or maybe ten. I will say 116. So close of giving it to you. 99. Mm. When there's probably six episodes a year. Yeah. <laughs> and he did it for 12 years. I mean, you can do math, so it's more yeah. like eight or nine. But still, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. How many episodes of new tricks is there? I mean, I don't want to get too carried away with this <coughs> rabbit hole. I just want to know. He's only not in eight episodes. No. That's not bad. You've got to have a holiday sometime. Exactly. <sighs> Never Too Late is the, his new project where he plays Jeremiah Kane. Not a name that Dennis Waterman would ever have. No. He does not look like either of those would belong to him. Looks more like a... What the fuck is this? Oh, what? He's in a film with, like, proper actors. That must be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> He's third build after James Cromwell. You know James Cromwell. Do I? He was the butler in The Artist. <laughs> you know, he's in a um, million things. Yeah. You know, he was <coughs> Zephyrin Cochrane. In oh, Star Trek. Okay, well, there's, there's, there's a reference I get. <laughs> he was the chief of police or something like that in 
LA Confidential. Okay. I mean, he definitely has 200 credits. Yeah. I Instantly recognisable. Very... His uh, second build is Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver. She's Australian. She was the mum in Silver Linings Playbook. Okay. She turns up in a lot of David O. Russell stuff and, you know... I think she was in Animal Kingdom, right? That's why she became famous. Take your word for it now. It's one of those... Uh, not rare to the world, but probably to Australian film films where a, a family is a bunch of monsters and they shoot people on the street. You know, like when I tend to see Australian movies, yeah. they all seem to be, and they were monsters who killed each other with axes. That may have something a New Zealand one, but I'm thinking like Once Were Warriors, which was just... <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> the guy just... And here's the question, yeah. where are his fucking eggs? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, bitch, where's me fucking eggs? Oh. <laughs> but uh, no, because you know, like your Wolf Creek and your Wolf Creek Two, and your Animal Kingdom, and your your Chopper. Yeah, you know, I'm a Chopper. Yeah, you know, Dominic Andrews best. Ooh, that's a lie, because he also did. Uh, what's that really good one with Scoot McNary? <laughs> You're definitely asking the wrong person. I, I I picked the wrong person. What's the main guy <coughs> in that film? Brad Pitt. There you go. That's better. Killing them softly. Okay. And it's, um, you know, um, it's one of those uh, Kogan books. You know, back yeah. in the day, there was that film, uh, uh, Kogan's Bluff, years ago. No. Was it Clint Eastwood? Anyway, it's another one of them. Um, you know, Steve Coogan ripped on it for his first series when he oh, called yeah. it Coogan's Trade, Coogan's Bluff. Yeah, Coogan, Coogan's, Coogan's run. run. There you Coogan's go. Run. Anyway, um, he made that, and he also made the uh, uh, the murder of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Okay, it's a very good film. Excuse me. James Hetfield seems to be in this. Oh no, it's just an old man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's getting on a bit. Um. He's not that bad. I mean, he was probably, what, 16 when I was like... I feel like Metallica's first album came out and they were in their teens in 84. Mm. So at best, they're like 10 years older than us. And I'm like, look at this old man, this withered husk. Yeah. I think we went a bit too sideways there at the end. Possibly. Shall we just pile it out? Yeah. Like, or is it more of an ejector? What do we do for Manimal? Minute. Minute. <laughs> we do our best to roar like tigers. <coughs> I'm not going to do it. Roar. <laughs> I only just noticed that. What? Oh, when you coughed there, the mic was so hot, my lights flashed. So I think we're... Uh, I did think I, think I was louder tonight. I think we're breaking stuff. There was a couple of times that I spoke, I thought, gosh, I'm really loud there. And yeah. Yeah. I should probably keep an eye on these, because if they flash, it's bad. <coughs> well, I'm trying my best not to cough near the mic. It's not your fault. Well, it, 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 it's not your fault you're coughing. No, it's Jesus' fault. No, it's not his either. 